This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean, uh, who happily is is back in the bosom of her family. Oh, And um, Alan Cochran is also here. <laughs> oh, do you know, I've missed you Hold boys on. something chronic. Oh, that's lovely. Anyway, um, if you want to text us about anything, you, you can do so on 8.12.15. You can follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Yes, well, it's... Um, it's it's all been happening since I've been away. It's good. It well, has. The gorilla's gone postal. Yeah. <laughs> he's back. He's, he's back as well. <laughs> he's back where he belongs. <laughs> <laughs> In the bosom of his family. I only, only yeah. was looking at that gorilla um, just um, a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Oh, really? Kambuku. Yeah. yeah. This is a little when, bit like you lit this the This is when uh, so you miss this... Um, but Sarah had a bit of a laughing fit when she said, she? That, "When I said, can you get me a car?" and I, she said, "Where are you going?" and I said, "The zoo." She thought it was hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, he was there then, safe as asses, good as gold. <laughs> well, you have a real affinity with that community, the gorillas. Yeah, oh, it was the oh. chimps that you get on with. Yeah, I, I once had a strange um, experience at. Um, Monkey World in wool in Dorset. I think we should leave that anecdote there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hang on, you had a strange experience in wool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had. Uh, I, uh, I. I. There was a, a chimpanzee that had just arrived, and they keep them in a little sort of uh, a holding area. Yeah. And he came to the glass and looked at me, and I looked at him. And he looked at me, and we were like a foot from each other's face. And people were, we were there for, what, it was <laughs> five, six, seven, eight. I mean, we just, I didn't want to be the first to break the <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah. People were gathering, watching us. I could hear people say, look at that bloke and that chimpanzee. <laughs> um, girlfriend was out, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we stared at each other. I, I seemed to be looking back into the history of mankind. Do you think if Wonderful. it hadn't been for the Perspex, it would have got a cuddle out of it, or...? No, I think it would have probably uh, ripped me face Savage, off. Savage, <laughs> yeah. No, they're, they're, they're going to oh, be... Okay. Um, I remember Elvis had one, and... Uh, uh-huh. the, oh, did he? In the end, they had to lock it in a room. It went so mad. They had to lock it into a room. No-one could go in there, because it, it just lived there on its own. You know what? Rather like... <laughs> I love us, I believe we want some <laughs> bananas to the letterbox. <laughs> it was like that. Are they a bit nasty piece of work? Like what? Isaac Newton, I think we once called him a I nasty think, piece uh, of Isaac work. Isaac Newton, chimpanzees. Um, yes, I think they're both in the nasty piece of work. OK. Yeah. Anyway, um, good morning to you all. And um, morning. it's uh, great times here on Absolute Radio. <laughs> um is there an absolute... Absolute radio suggests that there are stations that are sort of partial radio. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't think there are. There were certainly ones that are rubbish radio. Mm-hmm. But, you know... Well, let's not mention them. Horses for courses. So, look, uh, I had... Uh, I, I, I tell you what I did this week. I had I had um, toms for paper and string. <laughs> So uh, I had I my beg own. Your pardon. I think he's lapsed in some poetry. He's got his eye on a Nobel Prize there. <laughs> What's this? Tuppence for paper and string. Do you, do you recognise that? If you've tuppence for paper, if you've tuppence for paper and string, you can have your own set of wings. Do you recognise that? No. 
Who's that yeah? by? It's the opening refrain from oh. Let's Go Fly a Kite. Oh, that's lovely. And I um, I flew a kite on, on the beach, in fact. And um, it's one of those things, I, for me, it's impossible to fly a kite without singing Let's Go Fly a Kite. I think there are certain songs... Yes. ..that you... If, actually, that'd be a good text in 8, 12, 15. What other songs... Um, there, what, what activities, activi- activities yeah. do you have to sing the accompanying <laughs> song with? I think that would... And I don't want to give up... What we used to do in the old days, we used to come up with loads of examples and not leave any for the poor readers. No, we'll leave oh. some for the poor readers. Good, because yeah. I can't think of any of this. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, the, what I'm calling it, I'm calling it the ir- irresistible accompaniments. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. I firm my hand up, even though the readers can't see that. Often a reference to a summer holiday sometimes inspires a song, I find. Yes. Well, actually, when you're leaving yes. for a summer holiday, you I'm go. going on a summer Very holiday. Good. Very exactly. good shout. As yes. I have said uh, before, whenever I visit a cash point, as I walk <laughs> away, I always sing Got Brass in Pocket, the <laughs> Pretenders thing. I, just, I mean, I just can't. I think now it, it gets to the point if you don't do it, you feel that you might be hit by a car. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, you know those kind of things. <laughs> Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, have, you, have you ever um, flown a kite? Um, I've had a go, I think. I don't know with um, much success, but... No, it's, I, I that, have, Frank. Do you know? But only on screen. It was for a role. Oh, was it? What, yes. what were you playing? I had to play uh, a kite-flying child, but I was. it was a play for today. Okay. Which was a series a long time ago. Let's not oh, name yes. decades. Kite and Flying <laughs> Child is up there with uh, playing Jason the Asthmatic <laughs> Boy, isn't it? Like, nobody has a fleshed name. Out characters. I think we went to Primrose like Hill and it was me and my screen parents. And did it, and say, did it say on credits, um, <laughs> Kite Flying Child? Oh. No, but I wish it had. No, I, had a, I was a named character because oh. you get more money that way, obviously. Oh, yes. yeah. Did you have lines? Oh, did I have lines? I was going to say, if you didn't, the kite would have been miles away. <laughs> so, I, so I've done it in a professional capacity, is what I'm saying. I think it's very underrated. Does it not always remind you that it used to be a weapon? Well, like when it dives really quickly towards did the it floor. It used to be a weapon. Yeah, yeah. The kite. The kite was a weapon, I believe. And yo-yo. I can kind of see it with the yo-yo, but with the kite. Yeah. How do you get? Well. Really? I thought when, so. When was it a weapon? Well, sixties, I think. Fifties. No, I'm making it up. I'm making that bit up. He's reaching. Pe- people are going to text and say it was never a weapon. They're going to correct me on that. I've ne- well, I've never. I don't think I it haven't heard that before. You I do think it was a weapon. weapon. I do like the idea of controlling something that's that's in the sky. Yeah, it's quite exciting. That oh. you get yourself a drone. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, I'll get a drone. Should we take a kite out this weekend? Frank and I are spending the weekend together. Let's take the kites out, Frank. Yeah, because I I, am... Have you ever done a a two-hander kite? You go, oh, God, they swoop. They swoop! I think I'd be worried (laughs) about being swept away. But that's quite romantic in a date situation, isn't it? To go to kiting? Yeah, well, the two-hander kite... Yeah, but I don't. If one person had one and one, really, you need left and right. Oh, I see. Okay, put your arms round each other. You ever seen the Medusa touch? No, I think that's what it's called. A Richard Burton movie when he has control over inanimate objects, amongst other things. Oh, late review. I think he also (laughs) makes. 
<laughs> he makes his neighbour <laughs> job. Was that 1962? Great like new that. film out. <laughs> at the I'd, recomm- I'd recommend it. <laughs> and he makes um, he makes an aeroplane crash. Oh well, I've seen an elephant fly. Big wow. Oh yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that. Um, <laughs> I just heard. But just to be social, I take your word. Um, so he makes this aeroplane crash, and uh, it reminded me that I we were once in the pub when mm-hmm. we were youths, and um, we were talking about our ambitions in life, and everyone was saying, you know, I, I want to be a footballer or have a number one single. And... Um, this mate of mine said, I'd, I'd, I've often thought I'd love to watch a VC-10 plough into the rotunda. <laughs> um, the rotunda is a, a large building in Birmingham city centre. <laughs> VC-10 is obviously an oh, I airliner. I thought it was a euphemism, I'm quite relieved. Yeah, um, and uh, that was his thing. He said, oh, imagine that. He said, I know there'd be lots of life, but it'd be a brilliant thing to have seen. And... Uh, it's that sort of alternative thinking, yeah, which I think that uh, set me up for life. But no, I'd recommend kite flying. It's like falconry, but there's no need for bacon. Yeah, it's the way to look at it. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. Um, I think it's fair to say that you've. You've lit up the switchboard, Frank. Oh, oh. I love it when, when that happens. I mean, it Frank, happen. you really have. It doesn't happen every week, does no, it? No, it doesn't your, happen. Uh, no, it's happened five times since you've been doing this. With your textings, but... Uh, oh, by yes, Jiminy, this is my, uh, up this week. my irresistible accompaniments texting. Yes. Uh, in case you've just joined us. what is there any tunes that you have to sing when you're doing a particular thing? Mine being that I was flying a kite. Yeah. You can guess the rest. Mine was summer holiday. Yeah. Adam Redfern has tweeted us, always cleaning windows. When cleaning windows. Oh, I suppose so. I think that's I true. I don't know, I can't remember the last time I cleaned the window. And Jules Garner, walking in Regent's Park, going to London Zoo, it's the law to sing We're Going to the Zoo. And that, now, that is true. When I'm yeah. going to yeah. the zoo, I sing... Um, well, actually, yeah, Dad's taking us to the zoo tomorrow. Mm. Although he, he's actually dead, but you know, I, I mean, we're right. going, we're going to the zoo. He's the well, I think going to the zoo. Zoo, zoo. How about you? You. Oh you. yeah, going that's, that, to, that's that the same thing. Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, what you've got, you've cut straight to the chorus. Oh, I always do, Frank. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, Jill has texted four five five. I always sing. We got to get out of this place when leaving the house. I just can't <laughs> help it. Ah, that's a that's the gift that keeps giving for her there because you leave your house a lot more than you go to the zoo unless you work so in a zoo. She sings it every time she leaves the house. So she's claiming, Frank. I'm not, not going to do. Uh, Frank, I was the I was at the gym the other day and I was skipping. I can't do this without singing Frere Jacques, Frere Jacques, Dormez-vous. Is that is that is it one of those some salt mustard? Remember, we, we had a debate. <laughs> Salt, mustard, pepper, vinegar, is it? Is that what it is? Yes. We had, I, know, I had a debate about the billing on that a few weeks ago. Did you? Yeah, I thought vinegar should be up there next to salt. Oh, yes, you did. I think yeah. you're, you're correct in what you say. Ah. If it snows in December, I sing Dreaming of a White Christmas. This is 648, says. I suppose Christmas is going to invoke a lot of um, 
singing of themed songs. You're being quite a strict gatekeeper on this, if you don't well, know what you're saying. <laughs> no, they're good. I'm happy okay. with all these. They're, they're nice. Well, I like this one. Ed from Tooting has texted, uh, Hi, Frank, my brother's a tube driver, and every time he goes through the tunnel where it's then all underground, he sings, Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say I love that brother? A strong work. I actually do love him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was hoping he was going to say I'm a cab driver from Tooting or something like that, but it didn't come oh, up. Oh, tooting oh, seems to be such a wasted word. It needs, yeah. it needs something that's actually tooting. You're right. Are you Someone, tooting into uh, 771 <laughs> morning all, if I encounter a flight of stone steps outside, I find you need a little burst of rocky music on oh, reaching yeah. the top, says oh, Chris. Oh, yeah. I find Eye of the Tiger very effective in these situations. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, you've sort of... But Eye of the Tiger's not actually from original Rocky, is it when he does the Philadelphia stairs? Oh, my God. And that's all I'm saying. You're being so strict about it. If me. you're um, being stared at by a tiger... Yes. I think, fair enough. <laughs> you wouldn't do the rocky theme, though, would you? Oh, I'd be you want out. someone to say, "What's that gel? That sort of round gelatine thing by the uh, tiger cage?" <laughs> you wouldn't say, uh, "You're ridiculous." I think we've got an answer to um, the the kite weapon. We'll come back to that. I, oh, I'll yes. tell you something else. I, while we're on, while everyone's got their fingers on their buttons, while I was flying the kite, a friend of mine who's a very intelligent chap, on day oh, one... two men flying the kite. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. there was children as well. Oh, OK. I've got photographic <laughs> evidence, but we were sort of helping. But on day one, we didn't need to help. My son grabbed the uh, thing. It just went up. It was perfect. But on day two, uh, it was a struggle. It oh, just right. couldn't get the thing. And my friend, his theory, and he was not joking, it was a serious theory, he said, I think the wind is blowing down, downwards today. Right. Now, does wind actually blow downwards to the ground? That is that is the next. <laughs> I've never... It blows, you know, left, right, east, west. It blows down. <laughs> That's rain, isn't it? Frank Skinner on the radio. I think we've had my favourite of the uh, <laughs> of the songs you have to sing whilst doing certain things. Yes. Text in. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I'm calling it. There's a lot of hyphens in there. Um, uh, 101, Dr. S. Buse. And also, who texts a radio show and uses their handle, Doctor? That's I'm, I'm giving props to this <laughs> that's good. guy or girl. Could be either. I love um, Dr. S. Buse. Yeah. Although infrequently used, I enjoy singing Driving Home for Christmas by Chris Rio when I yes. drive home to Newcastle during the festive period. Yeah. I, I do that. I, yeah. I sing Driving Home for can Christmas I, at Christmas I time. Can I fess up? I don't know. Driving Home for Christmas. Oh, it's I'll do it for you. He's very gravelly. Driving Home for Christmas. Yeah, it sounds a bit like Gomez have done a uh, Christmas song. That's what it all. You all have heard it, Frank. Like. They always play it in the sock shop and places like oh, that. Oh, yeah, they do. They love... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's they not love, exist they anymore, Christmas but yeah. songs in those places. Yes, so they, they do. Accessorise. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm getting me scrunchies. When <laughs> you're kite flying expeditions with your male friend. No, sometimes when, if we're having a Latin American night, I'll go and get maybe 200 scrunchies and <laughs> put them on my arms as, uh, as sleeves. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm... It's uh, a good way to do Frank, it. Do you, when, have, do you have many Latin American nights around you? We do it um, about three times a year. They're all right, I tell you. Oh, wait, Frank, when going through a car wash, we sing car wash. 
Oh, yeah, that, take two, says. yeah, that makes sense. OK. And then uh, I'd like to also... Attention must be paid to Christina, who says, I know it's not a proper song, but I like singing the Shake and Vac song when I hoover. <laughs> I think it's a proper song. Oh, it was a phenomenal performance from that I woman. I had a slight crush on the woman, I remember. She's yeah. very you. Yeah. Well, she did the housework. <laughs> <laughs> no, she did. She had a, she had a sort of a, um, a, a very free spirit about her. Yeah. She had a Devil sort of... May Care attitude to domestic work. And she was very nicely dressed, yes. considering. I mean, I've normally mm. got the Uggs on. and it, Elfin. I remember some sort of slang kit, where she had a nice dress. I'm, was she Elfin, or have I imposed that on her? Can I tell you what she Probably. was? She was a what combination did she look like of... Michael Elphick? It was something no. like that. She was, she was a hybrid of, I'm going to go Julie Andrews and Joanna Lumley as Purdy. Oh, yeah, oh. I thought she had a bit of um, Wendy Craig. Yes. In there. She did. Wouldn't we all love that? I was, um... Oh, I had, I had a... I had a situation. Oh, another one. <laughs> <laughs> they do come up in your life, don't yes, they? Yes, I was, um... Now, I, I've Just been... getting my bile ducks ready. <laughs> yeah. I've been going to, uh... I was talking about this last week. I, I've been working in a sort of office because um, I'm writing at the moment. So um, I go into a place to do it. Lovely. <laughs> so it's a bit, a little bit like having a proper job. Yes. Going to an office and there's a receptionist and there's, you know, do you there's, have a a room you, there's a room you can... Do you walk in and say, thanks, Skinner? No, no, I, I say, uh, morning. <laughs> and they say, um, red room <laughs> or right. orange room, depending on where I am that day. And it's all a bit like that. And there's things like, you know, people bring around a bit of birthday cake. Oh, I mean, no. it's... I don't know. I wouldn't want it every day. No. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Are there cards to sign? Yeah, occasionally yeah. there are cards. Sometimes they think I'm too big. They don't ask me. But I'd have oh. to... I'd have I'll to. soon put them right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I... There's, a, there's two receptionists. They, they job share. Mm-hmm. They're both lovely, and but um, I've been calling, um, in as much as I've used the name at all. I think I think for anyone, Selena. Okay. Okay. And then I heard a driving uh, man come into the thing. You know, the sort of a, yeah. a driver. A driver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he brought well, in a golfer. Driving, <laughs> you know, they come in. They come in with one of those sack trucks with parcels on them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One yes. of those blokes. And um, and as he left, he said, uh, "Okay, I'll see you, Celine." And then I thought, oh, "Oh, now have I have I been calling her by the wrong name?" Oh. And um, she has. Um, just smiled and taken it, but inside hated me. Mm. Mm. Um, I'm going to come back to this story because it gets worse. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. So, so, so you're in this. So, so this I'm talking to the, the other receptionist, if, 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 if um, for the purposes of this, the name thing. And I. Um, so we've got a question. Oh, no, sorry. So I'd heard this. I'd, I'd heard the driver say Celine, and, and I you've thought been I'd calling like, her Celine, oh. yeah. right? Um, I can't remember actually if I'd ever actually called it, but I think I had. So I, I think she must have been thinking, "Well, I can't correct him because he's on television, right?" And so she'd all the rage and frustration had been internal. I mean, a terrible faulty logic there, isn't there? I but... know. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, um, 
I thought, what I'll do, I'll ask the other receptionist. Oh, good idea. Yeah. yeah. So on the... Uh, a lot so of presence I, of mind, I respect yeah. that. Yeah, so I said, look, um, can I ask you something? I said, that's a bit weird. But between you and me, mm. what is the name <laughs> of the other receptionist? And she said... Um, why do you say? I said, well, it's just I've I've called her Selena, but I heard a driver called her Selena. I wonder if I've been called the wrong name. She said, no, 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 you were right. Oh, it was it was Selena. Selena. So I thought, well, I've come back because I felt a bit bad exposing the fact that I had any doubt about it at all. Yeah. But the fact that I'd got it right and the driver hadn't, I felt like a good guy. And then she said, "Do you know my name?" Oh, she didn't. She didn't. I had a horrible <laughs> premonition of this coming, and. That, I, um, can I just say that is bold work mm, on her part? Yeah, but um, I I felt that I did. No! Oh! oh my god! Here um, we go. What did you guess? Uh, no, I didn't guess. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know. I said. Um, what did you say? I said yes. Oh! I thought she looks. That'll be it. That's enough, isn't it? Trust me on it. Did you then just stride away? It, well, um, I was. That was my plan. <laughs> But, but why um, did you God, say that when you knew? Because I thought if I say yes and then that, she'll think, oh, well, that's, that's all right then. He's but trying you know to face what? it she out. He's trying did, to face it out. Yeah, did, she didn't accept that. <laughs> um, How surprising. So she said, oh, oh, go on then. I love her. She's got a harshness about her that <laughs> no, no, she's I think very we can nice. all respect. Oh, she's my spirit animal. Yeah, yeah. And I said... <laughs> she's um, great. I know it. I said it's it's a bit it's a it's a sort of um, foreign. It's a bit foreign sounding, isn't it? Oh my god! She said, "No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say it's foreign sound." Um, and in um, the end, I just had to break down. And she she told me, and then what was the name? It was Louise. Oh. Oh, I was a bit French, maybe. Well, we are pushing it. Yeah. Well, you always push it. And then she gave me a business card. Did she? But it was... As an what? aide de memoir. Yeah. What? Oh, I like the business card. Oh, it's a bit awkward. And I, thought, I mean... Oh. I mean, I felt bad about it. I did know it, though. I, I, I did know. I Feb- did! Feber, Feber. Oh, but I did know! <laughs> I did! <laughs> I did! <laughs> oh. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I went out with them. I've been out with three receptionists in my life. <laughs> just, just well, you know what that is? Coincidence that you mentioned that. They're very welcoming. No, it's they because are, though. You <laughs> extremely welcoming. <laughs> I suppose Frank. I associate them with with an open door. <laughs> oh, my God. I meant spiritually. OK. You know what that is a little bit? Go on. You yourself have discussed the, the Pac-Man syndrome, you call it. Which is when men just date the women immediately in front of them. In that corridor, yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. So if you're having a makeup, your makeup done, you might date the makeup artist because they're there. So this is the ultimate Pac-Man syndrome, isn't it? Yes, you walk into a building. Walk in, yeah. Or, you know, I've been out with um, waitresses and barmaids, people. Mm. One tends to go out with people who you meet. In front of you. Teachers marry teachers, all that stuff, yeah, yeah. That's why I've dated so many security guards at jewellery shops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see that. Yeah. But yeah, if I um, they um, but you, they do, they do tend to say when that moment comes where you declare your feelings. I love you. 
Can you tend to say that? I think f- for a receptionist, it's quite hard to, to kick the tone. Sarah, you are a rece- receptionist. <gasps> Don't you find that? Hello, can I help you? <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, Frank. Where did that come from, there's that another, There's a classic. Trying, trying to connect you. Yeah, but who wrote that? Who wrote that tune? <laughs> the receptionist tune. Yeah, that person must that got some royalties. They must have, must have made a few bob. People oh. think I made money out of three lines. <laughs> <laughs> but the bloke who wrote... Na, 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 <laughs> he must. I mean, it's only a few notes, but every receptionist uses it. Oh. I think how many times they use it. Checks are rolling in. Wow. Oh. Can I help you? <laughs> Ka-ching. Let's <laughs> do that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Can I say they do very fine work, Sarah? Can you just wait a moment, please? Another one <laughs> just there. I mean, I tell you, that was... He could have written anything. He could have written do-do-do-do. <laughs> Can I help you? Have you really dated three receptionists? Can I help you? Yeah. Or if he'd written that. Or if he'd... Can I help you? I mean, it would have been ridiculous. But now he got it spot on. Can I help you? I have dated three receptionists, yeah. <sighs> Not simultaneously. No, you didn't have one way to. The very idea. You didn't have one on hold. I've only got... Um, <laughs> I've only got one uh, receptionist job share anecdote at my, at my fingertips. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, this is um, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 81215. Many of you have in an interesting and uh, humorous fashion. You can follow the show on Twitter, um, Cumberland Sausage Frank on the radio. Uh, you he can needs e- that. email the show via the Absolute Radio website. It's a beautifully drawn at, actually, on this. I can't draw ads. Will someone teach me? It's or a the good young one. People? They've done really an old-fashioned eye, and then they've gone. Um, they've done a lap of honour. Yeah, that's, that's a great description of the ads. Old-fashioned eye, yeah. lap of honour. Well, he's go. so poetic. Oh, he's he's so good, thinking, isn't he? Where, where you know did you get that at? I was just thinking. <laughs> very good. <laughs> Oh. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a Nobel Peace Who Prize. Frank? Yeah, for his, Peace uh, Prize, you uh, think? Yeah, actually, yeah, you hey, could have a literature one. Listen, do, shouldn't there be a Nobel Prize for comedy? Oh, I don't know. The joy you guys bring I into think, people's lives. I think there are more than enough <laughs> comedy awards for people to grumble about in dressing rooms already. No, au contraire, they've killed most of them off. Um... We, uh, we've had some conclusion. Uh, well, I think it's conclusive. Cl- should we call it closure? Yeah, let's have some oh, closure. I love closure. You know, you were talking about trying to fly a kite in downward wind. Well, I mean, I'm not saying there's such a thing as downward wind, but that was what that was put to me. Well, we've had an email you'll be delighted to hear. It's entitled Vertical Wind. Um, air, air has vertical motions. Consider an updraft or downdraft as part of a supercell. Air is moving vertically in both directions. <laughs> Turbulent mixing is another example where air is mixing in vertical directions. Horizontal winds are on the order of 10 m s, while vertical motions are roughly 1 cm, with exceptions of updrafts slash downdrafts which can greatly exceed this to the minus of 50 m I don't like s. it. Have you finished? I think it's finished, yeah, but I'm glad... <laughs> <laughs> ah. I was just going to say, I'm glad we put that, that from to bed. Professor yeah. B. Cox. <laughs> no, oh, it's David Cox. Oh, we'll be related, Frank. Probably is. So. Probably. It'll be one of the Cox family. Oh, there's a lot of Cox in um, <laughs> science. 
Um, wow. Um, yourselves to the punchlines there. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's... Um, well, you like... Oh, no, that's good, though. I mean, it's great that someone's explained. I mean, I, yes, I, I, it, it did give me a slight... Really good, that. There's a little bit of blood coming out of my ears. <laughs> Why won't the producer look us in the eye at the moment? <laughs> she um, hates science. Oh, does she? Do you like science, Frank? No. No. But I like, it, I like anything where people... Um, Sound like they're obsessed with something. Yes, and yeah. I think he's a man who he knows about the wind. Yeah, I just think these people with their sciencey modern ways—they're not our sort, Frank. It's not for the likes we're, we're of us. We're arts and crafts. We're arts and crafts. Yeah, but, but I know. like a bit of content coming into the show. I like, yeah, yeah. you know. Now there was a bit where I got extremely tense and thought, "Now it, it's a scorch that there is. There's about three listeners left." <laughs> But I'm glad that you carried on till the end with it. Oh, Look why not? what happened with Isaac Newton and that apple. No good came of it. He was no, a nasty piece of work. Nasty piece of work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I that's mean, the most. That's what he's most famous for. Genius, but you wouldn't want to live next door to him. <laughs> that's what I've heard. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. We haven't talked about Bob this morning. I'm dying to talk about him. Yes, let's talk about Bob Dylan. Um, the news is... Here's the news. <laughs> <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Bob Dylan has won the Nobel P- um, Prize, Prize for It's not literature. for peace. No, yeah, for literature. literature he won. Yeah, I always get him wrong. I always Actually, I shouldn't have done it like, because it's the Nobel Oh, yeah. Prize. Very good. Oh. <sighs> Starting with starting on the wrong foot. Oh, I hope like he's listening. Job, I think he'll oh, like that. You think he'll be listening? I'll say that's funny. Yeah, he loves that. That Frank Skinner's <laughs> a f- one funny man. <laughs> Imagine if he was a fan of yours, Frank. I, he isn't. A he, fan how of how mine. do we know? Have we got any? Well, you know what? If he's no fan of yours, I'm no fan of his. Well, I mean, he doesn't. He, he doesn't know me. That's the thing. I'll just for it out. Yeah, but how do you know who knows you? The Queen probably knows no, you. No, you never know. I mean, he's a, he's a radio man, of course. Of course. Well, he is. Doing his own radio show. In fact, and you famously did an impression of him, Frank, on on your little chat show thing. I'll do an, shall I do an impression what of him now? you? OK, here goes. <gasps> Except, what do you think? Oh, Just cool. like him. Just like him. You're rather good. And you know the rest. So, um... Where does he find the time? I know. Where does he Frank, find the time? Are you incredible. I, um... I was very obsessed when I was a teenager. Very obsessed with Bob Dylan. Right. Oh, that's how you learned to play that old harmonica. Exactly. That was... I learned to play the guitar in order to play Bob Dylan songs. I got a Bob Dylan songbook before I could play the guitar. There's three chords. So I just learned those three chords and played Bob, Dun- Bob Dylan songs. I made a... A, a, a harmonica holder out of um, you know those wire coat anger things. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. So um, cool. I think there are some. There's, I, not everyone has this, but if if there's, if you get into someone when you're having a sort of strange time in your you know, yes, drinking has just started and uh, you're at that oh, troubled right. teenager thing. That the musician be, sort of becomes your best friend rather than just a musician. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yes, I think they my see partner had it with Kate Bush. Uh-huh. Yes, I had it with Simon Le bon. Did you really? 
Well, I don't. I I think it was more of a crush I had. <laughs> well, that's a bit different. <laughs> I know, but I I still I don't know. I mm. I felt we had a little affiliation. Yeah, I can't I, explain it. I had. It I felt he was them. an outsider, being a new romantic, and I felt I was an outsider. I had exactly Ooh. this with uh, Joe Dolce. <laughs> oh, oh no, you see, I knew you wouldn't have one. I knew you, because you're, you're, you're too joke. hard. He's going to do a joke. You had one with I Jeff just, Cape. I thought I was on a comedy show. And I had to <laughs> no, no, you're quite right. You are on a bring comedy it. show. Try and bring it. <laughs> Sometimes. He won eight million Swedish... I'm saying he won like it was X Factor, but it was Swedish kroner. They get paid in. I don't know what the exchange rate's like. So oh, I hope it's me than my own right yeah. now. Forgive me my ignorance. So Sweden isn't in the. Um... No, they're not in the EU. Oh God! So people have constantly held them up as a symbol, you know, as something that we should aspire towards, and how it's fine. We'll oh. be fine because they're fine. Apparently, yeah. fair enough. Um, so, it's have a you ever been there? One of the most expensive countries <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've ever been in well, my life. Look forward to the pro Brexit people enjoying fifty percent tax. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's essentially a million dollars that he won. Not oh, bad. Is it that much? Okay, not, not, not bad for a competition he didn't enter. No. Well, and not only really that, well. but he's, he has made no reference to winning it yeah. whatsoever. I, I mean, think that's deliberate. I think he just wants all the journalists, journal, journalists to repeatedly say, how does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> but you'd think he'd come out with a quote. Even Doris Lessing said, oh, Christ. I'm oh, quoting I her. Can't, I can't forgive her for that. Yeah, but she... Did you, have I you ever think, seen... I think Lessing of her. <laughs> have you ever seen her win? Yes. David Baddiel no. wrote a whole piece on it. David Baddiel and I are both obsessed by Doris Lessing winning it. You must look it up on YouTube. She's coming out of a black cab with her son. Her son is carrying an artichoke and a oh. bag of onions. <laughs> and they say, Doris Lessing, you've won the Nobel uh, Prize for Literature. And she says, oh, Christ. <laughs> and they put the shopping down and they pay the cab. And she says, well, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. Ask, D- ask DB well, about she said it. considerably more than Bob Dylan, who's... Uh, <laughs> I did a gig that night. Didn't did he? Ma- didn't, I mean, he doesn't talk much on stage. We didn't mention it. And and Bob Newworth, who's one of his <laughs> friends, said he hasn't mentioned... He, he may not ne- mention it. What I'd like to say, he may never reference it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love him. Thanks, on the radio. Look, I've got to apologise because there I've been declaring that Sweden's not part of the EU. I'm afraid that's what I thought, but apparently it is. And it's... I don't really understand it. Is it that they're in the EU but they're not part of the single currency? They're not the Eurozone, perhaps. I think that might be it. Yes. Apologies for my error. I think you might have accidentally triggled up. Article 50, then. That's my worry. <laughs> triggled. I think it's all right if you triggle it. <laughs> triggle it's OK. You just triggle it a little bit. In it's fact, actually likes quite it. likes it. Yeah. <laughs> Loves it. <laughs> I love it when Article 50 gets a bit uh, giggly. Apologies um, for the political inaccuracies. It's not my strong suit. I like to make people laugh. Do you? <laughs> oh, lovely. Me too. What's that like? Fine mission. There have yeah. been nights when I've thought, I wonder. I can't remember what that was like. <laughs> I um, I I would guess that Bob yes. Dylan is the first Nobel Prize winner to have done a Victoria's Secret advert. Ah, did he? Yeah, can't be. There can't be no. many of those, can there? No. I don't think Madame Curie did one. <laughs> no, Madame Lingerie. Um, so, but, um, he's a quiet. T- I love his friends saying it's like don't mention it. So he comes around for dinner, and you can't reference the 
the thing, the Nobel Prize. But the trouble is that you wouldn't be 100% sure he knew. <laughs> <laughs> and so then you think, well, maybe he'd be thrilled. What if he doesn't yeah. know? They're very secretive, the Nobel lot. So I wonder if, like, if he didn't cash the cheque. That's why they got Nobel. Exactly. Yeah. He'd only get in with a secret knock. Mm. Um, if he didn't cash the cheque, I'll bet they wouldn't tell us. Like, if he doesn't take the money, they wouldn't, like, release yes. that to the public domain. So he might not know, and he might never know. He might just pretend that it's not happened. He might be one of those framed photos. You know the people put cheques in a frame and then oh, never yeah. cash them? He might be one of those guys. Well, it'd be, if you got yes. a, if you got a cheque from um, the Nobel group or whatever they're called, it'd be, it'd be, it would be frameable. Yeah. The Nobel group. It sounds like one of those fictitious companies that, that they have in Batman or something, or Superman. Yeah, exactly. The evil yes. villain, the Nobel group. I, um, of course, we have already established on this show, I think, in the past, what, what Elton John told me about What did he Bob tell Dylan, you? That he was... Uh, I'm actually just settling down to listen to this anecdote. <laughs> yeah, I love it. He said Bob Dylan was the worst charades player he'd ever seen. <laughs> I'm glad that the Nobel people didn't l allow that to get in the way of the of his overall. Well, very good that they could get over. board games with celebrity. Well, Frank and I have played Pictionary with Michael Hutchins. Have we? Yes, we played Pictionary oh, that yes, night. Yes, we did. That's right. Yeah, good times. Yes. Mm. Oh, we had a lot of velvet on. He did I purple velvet. I couldn't help thinking. I bet. Uh, I bet he attracts the bits. <laughs> oh, lint. Yeah. Oh, he, he was a he was a lint fest. <laughs> Michael Hutchins. I think I've been there. Yeah, <laughs> lint fest. <laughs> was it all right? It's like a summer long thing. What it's was really the currency good. there? Can you remember? Yeah. <laughs> uh, give me time. Frank Skinner on the radio. We are discussing um, Bob Dylan's. Oh yes. Gong. Yes, his gong. Mm. Yeah. I'll tell you what I didn't like. Andrew Motion, the uh, yeah. poet laureate. Mm. Uh, well, not anymore. Former but he was, poet yeah. laureate um, and poet himself. Um, he said of uh, Bob Dylan's lyrics, they're often the best words in the best order. Oh. Which is a description of poetry that's existed for hundreds of years. Yes. And I think he's just thought, I'm having that. Like, it's just a bit, it's really clear, yes. I'm having that, isn't it? I could, yeah, it's, that is an I'm having that. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, well, come up with your own description of why Bob Dylan's good. Why are you doing something that's about poetry for ages? No, okay. <laughs> what are you getting off Andrew Motion's back? Oh. Frank, come on, that's easier said than done. They've got beef that goes way back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have. The yeah. cockerel and Motion, don't get them in a pub together. Yeah, exactly. Imagine if you'd fallen out with Andrew Motion. I don't do Motion. I'm very still. <laughs> I'm a very still creature. He, um, he must like comedy, though, um, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. I've got a mate Oh, with that hair, I should say. I have a mate who's a comedian. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen anything like it. I eight, think he's a very handsome man. Eight million Swedish man. kroner, hair straighten as much. Um, I think he's a handsome man. He is a he's handsome man. He's not anymore. I, I'll, I'll say this, I think Emily has a point. He's he's not a man who feels a need to dress up for a photo shoot, is he? Well, he likes a sort of... Nowadays, he likes sort of cowboy boots and mm. stuff like that. And why he not? He looks like my slightly mentally unstable grandmother <laughs> looked like. Is what he what, and he looks a bit like a drama teacher. He's gone. Some go drama teacher in the old age. Some go Ambrosia creamed rice grandmother. <laughs> some go drama teacher. 
He's gone drama teacher. He's gone capes and hats and pendants and quartz crystals and eyeliner dripping down his face. He's gone sort of Wild West troubadour, I'd say, (laughs) with his look that he's had for a while. I'll tell you what, he wears those trousers, which I have spoken of, I think, before that I love, with the line going down (laughs) the outside. A sort of uh, quality street trousers. (laughs) Excellent. Yeah, I do like those. They're good. I just, Frank, I do think as well, when he was younger... I'll give you this. He was hot when mm. he was younger. Mm. There's a bit... What is it? Subterranean, whatever oh, it is, yeah. with the signs. Yeah, subterranean. Did. That lovely video... I don't know if it was an intentional video. A man just stood there with a camera. But he had slight... The hair was crazy, but it was crazy in a boy who's good at science way. Did that, I tell you about when I had a terrible, terrible argument with my partner on the Strand... I mean, like a horrible argument. It's yeah. right next to the Savoy, isn't it? Yeah, and we were arguing yeah. so much, we had to get off the main road because people were stopping and, you know, watching us and stuff. You had a slip road argument. Yeah, so we had to go off down a side road and into... Uh, and, and then we were in... And it was really... It was... Kath was going on about splitting up and stuff, so it was really oh. horrible. And then um, I realised I was in the alleyway where oh. Bob Dylan filmed <gasps> Subterranean Homes and Blues. Um, Standing just about where Alan Ginsberg was standing. Is it near on the, the Savoy? Yes, I the know that alleyway. And um, we, we can have your anecdote about why you went down there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the middle of this horrible route whilst thinking, hold on a minute. This is the subterranean. It was a very terrible mix between what's coming out your mouth and what's happening internally. Did you hold up signs to her communicating your anger? Um, I was. Um, if I had, um, and children had seen them, <laughs> that would have been a very bad thing. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You know, we uh, we go out an hour sort of delayed on the uh, decade stations. I do, um, yes. I love We're, that you know all that info. Yeah, yeah, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> um, I'm explaining it to the readers, really. <laughs> Um, we're, we're still getting songs that uh, people live their life to, in a way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, when I'm stood in the outfield playing cricket, I often sing, I don't like cricket, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Although, if I'm having a bad day, I leave out the bit about loving it. It's <laughs> very fine work. And we've had at least three people, I would say, saying that when they do housework, they sing I Want to Break Free by Queen. Oh, because he vacuums yes. in the... Uh, oh, I might start that doing about? that. I'd forgotten that. Uh, I, I might start doing that and yeah, housework. <laughs> and um, I won't shave my tash. Yeah. <laughs> I won't shave my tash. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, look, this, I, I have a friend who's an American comic stroke actor... Oh, yeah. oh, now I'm thinking, who's that? And he had I've a, already. He had a call. He had a call from um, Bob Dylan's people saying ah. Bob would really like to meet you. Can you ah. go over to his like sort of his ranch type place where he is ah. for dinner? <clears throat> you know this thing. Has to Do you remember I told you Neil Morrissey approached me in a similar way? We went to see um, Van Morrison at um, Caesar's Palace, Luton. <laughs> So it's one of those shows. Occasionally, um, <clears throat> in the world of celebrity, people just contact, you yeah. know, just out of the blue. Like Tessa Dahl, I remember, invited me to a, 
Oh, really? That's exciting. Yeah. Is it a bit like when parents organise a play date for the kids yeah. that may not get on? Just, well, just, like, just like say when... I like that. It's what Michael Caine did with yes. um, Shaq. I'm going to marry that show. Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah. Simon Le Bon with uh, Yasmin. Saw yeah, her in was, the magazine. Um, brilliant. Anyway, so he went round to Bob Dylan's place. Yeah. And he he was driving Imagine down that. the drive, and he saw he could see Bob Dylan. In the distance, in the middle of this field, <laughs> just walking about in a strange way. So um, he stopped the car and uh, he was going, um, Bob, it's hello. <laughs> and uh, you know, hey, thanks for coming. <laughs> and he said, uh, you see a dog? You see a big brown dog? <laughs> and he said, no. He said, oh, I'm trying to get the dog in. Okay. Well, okay. There he is. There he is. Come on. Hey! Come on! And he said they were out there for like an hour <gasps> with Bob Dylan um, calling this dog, trying to get in. The dog kept running away. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he might have a Nobel Prize, but he's uh, got no dog authority. No, That's what I'm hearing. No, what he needs is a, he's an extending lead, is what he needs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I can see him in a field with that hat on. Yeah. I suspect he'd be happy there. Come on! <laughs> hey! Make him sound like Mr. Burns. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. I love all those. Why is it times are changing? Why isn't it just times changing? I think he wanted to make it sound more folky, sort oh, of. Oh, folky, yeah. He also he f- he got in touch with Raquel Welsh. Bob Did, Dylan, didn't we all? And invited her out to dinner. And oh, she he had went. mischief on his mind. Yeah, well, I don't know what he had. She was very beautiful. Stunning. I don't know what she looks like now. She's probably Actually, on her fifth face. Absolutely stunning. Is she? Okay. Not too much work. Looks great. I saw her once coming out of Hudson's Bookshop on New Street in Birmingham. She'd done a signing. And Are you sure it was her face? You know, it was. She'd done a signing that day and she smiled and it was, it yeah. was as if the sun had come out. Which well, she might have recognised you, Frank. No, I was. I was. I was like seventeen. Oh, that was ah. your Slade years. Yeah, the long yes, hair. Yes, exactly. But um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so he contacted her, and then they they went out to a dinner to some posh restaurant. He had a hooded top on, and after um, a few, you know, they'd ordered yeah, a few loggers. He, he put the hooded top on, and then he pulled the strings on the ah. hood as top. Like, so he looked a bit south park. <laughs> <laughs> And he spent the whole meal sitting like had just a tiny hole with his mouth <laughs> <laughs> with Raquel Welsh in a posh restaurant. Oh, come on, he deserves that Nobel Prize. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with uh, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. My mouth's <laughs> a bit slightly watering. I'm consuming smoothies. Smoothies galore, mm-hmm. which is the sort of more modern remake of whiskey galore. <laughs> They're going down a nice. treat, those smoothies. Oh, I love nice. a smoothie. Mm. Nigel Hafus is uh, my favourite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lovely, isn't he? Hugh Grant's mine. Oh, yeah. I he's find him a bit bumbling. Oh. Oh, really? Do you think he's inclined to bumble? He's got it in his game. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, he's got, I, I agree with that. So, um... Please can Frank on the radio keep the Bob Dylan stories coming? <laughs> well, we'd like to be able to deliver on that promise, but unfortunately he's only got a limited 
amount in his repertoire. Isn't that right, Frank? Um, yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't think of any more off the top. I'd of like my to head. know how um, the Japanese writer Murakami feels. Yes. Is it Haruki Murakami? Oh, I always yeah. struggle with his first name. Yeah. What I mean when I talk about, about running. What I guy. think about when I. When I think about running, is it like that? I think the answer is Bob Dylan. I think that's what the answer is. Yeah, I don't quite see why people have moaned about him winning it. Like, no, I don't think Dylan. he's... Because uh, a lot of people have. They've said, you know, have it's they? not like writing yeah. novels and stuff. Like that. Right. I'll tell you what it reminded me of, and I'm sure lots of people across the globe thought this. It yes. was a bit like when we won Best Speech Programme. <laughs> <laughs> and people said, well, it's this sort of, you know, light-hearted music show type yeah. of thing. Well... Uh, yes, there was the suggestion. How many kroner did we get? I think oh, about it was just four million. Shy of a mil, okay. one. Oh, yeah. We got four. we got paid in Vietnamese dong. Did we really? <laughs> yes. Well, you know, what are they? Does that come by the yard? It's about the same value as the pound now. Oh, okay. I would imagine. I've never been to Vietnam. I must admit. I've never been to me. Charlie don't surf, so it's not my. Uh, Say again. This <laughs> is not a line from uh, <laughs> right. from Apocalypse Now. Oh, is it? <laughs> Never seen it. Yeah. Is it I think well, sometimes they give. Can I just say something about Bob, the Bob Dylan Nobel Prize for Literature that he got awarded? Is mm-hmm. that a bit of a late review? I mean, yeah. he's been around a while, Frank. What is the man? Seventy-five. <laughs> I have to say, he's been um, he's been in the sort of shortlist uh, forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've never quite had the guts to give it to a, a, a songwriter. Respect for the Nobel Prize, the panel, though, because they don't care about being. They don't topical. care the Nobel Prize people. But Frank, no. they they have no concern about being topical. They're not sometimes, ashamed. I mean, William Golding won it about three years ago for Lord so, of the Flies. Sometimes they get very oh, topical. Recently. Didn't they give it to Anwar Sadat or something yes. um, mm. for peace? But they and suddenly then probably was, the next year he, he would have got it for warfare. I think if probably. I remember rightly. But they just they got, yeah, they just got him in a good window. <laughs> But why suddenly William Golding, I think it, I'm not sure when it was, but it was a very long time after the fact. It's like there are people sitting around in a pub saying, what about that one? He's good. I think they want to, um, yeah, it's a sort of a lifetime achievement award. Yeah. Is that right. Right? They won't call it that, of course, the Nobels, because they're <laughs> right. a bit grander. <laughs> yeah, so, um, oh, I don't know, it, it made my week. You know what, I was oh, genuinely thrilled when I you? heard it. Yeah. And I haven't been genuinely thrilled since uh, 1988. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that's the way it goes. Um, what What else? Well, I'll tell you who's not having such a good week is um, Toads. Oh, yes. You oh. heard. Toads. <laughs> Toads. <laughs> there are some words that my accent really does not hit very well. I love the way you say Ugly, Toads. Ugly, isn't it? Toads. Listen to how differently we say it. You say it. Toad. Wait, Frank, everyone oh, sorry, has their I turn. Thought, I thought we were going to say them together, and then we did them. I thought we did them as a sort of toad-based right, chord. Yeah. <laughs> like a toad can chorus. A, can you have a toad chord? <laughs> but I say it very differently to Alan. I say toad. Oh. 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 See, when you, you say... Go on, let's just say... We'll do them okay. in sequence. Everyone say toad. 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 Whose is the best one? So you two sound it, like your car has been pulled along on a rope. That's what you two sound like. You're really? saying it with a W-E-D at the end. Toad. With a W. Yeah. And what are you saying? Toad. Toad. Because <laughs> it's the creature. 
turd. Turd. You're not even going anywhere near. Oh, we got turd. Yeah. Anyway, we can't. I think this is good anyway, radio. Anyway, fantastic you, radio. You sound like it. Gary Barlow when you say it, which is relevant because, like the name Gary, they're on their way out. The toad. They've had a diminished numbers. They've problem. fallen. The population has fallen by two thirds. Yeah, what they need is a sort of a Brian May. You know, Brian May's <laughs> been looking after the badgers. Yes. They well, need, yes, um, he has. They He's a need, fan of the haircut. Yeah, they need a, <laughs> they need a celebrity um, who will champion uh, the toad. Toad ambassador. Someone who looks like a toad. Might be. One of the toads things... have got terrible skin. I mean, I've never <laughs> seen anything like it. Have okay. you seen the skin on them? Okay, Dean Gaffney is... <laughs> Let's sorted that out. Frank Skinner on the radio. I'm so oh. I'm so completely. Oh, I'm, bits in his so mouth. I'm sorry. God, why, you did you have, why did you order a second? He ordered a second round of toast. He never does that normally. Toast. Yeah, toast. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone um has Turd. anyone emailed in, Alan? Toad was how I said it. We've had zero two three uh, texting Emily Best. Alan's pronunciation sounds somewhat unsanitary. Although oh. that was before Frank finished his toast on air, so, you know, the the, the frame of reference has changed, hasn't it? Yes. I was interested to see that there's an organisation called Toads on Roads. Oh, is there? Yeah. This which, is the Toad Patrol. Which they keep a... Well, it's in there called Toads on Roads, and they keep an eye on how many uh, roadkill toads there are. It's a uh, strange job. Because toads have gone down by 30% or something. Yeah. And they think it's mainly roadkill. Oh, OK. An urban sprawl. It's interesting, I love, though, I love that band. I don't mind toads, but, you know, there's old age pensioners lonely and afraid in their houses, and these people are helping toads across the road. Mm. Is also, that all right? Also, uh, yeah. toads are a little bit whatever happened to. I mean, toad <laughs> in the hole, a little bit sort of 50s, 60s, mm. toad of toad hall, very old school. You don't get... Where are the toads now in popular culture? What about um, John Tarrowd? Well, he's not a toad, he's not a toad. If he became the sort of Brian May of the... T- because it's got... <laughs> it's sort of got toad yeah. in it, and also road in it, which is the, seems the, the main problem. danger area. Yeah. And John is a bit like join. Join to join, road. Join, join, join the whole getting toads across the road movement is, is, the, is the implication. It's a little laboured, isn't it, though? I mean, I don't like to ruin the... Plan straight it's away. It's a bit lame, but I'll I'll give you that. John Tarrod, <laughs> joint yeah. joint road, Sandy Yorkshire. Yes, but uh, it'd be I like the um, headline potential. The frog is more likable <laughs> of the two, wouldn't you say? I can't tell the difference. I'll be. I don't know the difference between oh, a frog and a toad. I think it's. I think it's like Aussies and Kiwis. Like, no. and we care even less. Excuse me. The frog is a luscious creature. Green, lively, alert, smooth skin. It jumps. Toad doesn't properly jump. Doesn't it? I don't think so. But then I said Sweden was out of the EU, so don't so, trust yeah, me. Yeah. But the sca- texture of it... I don't think they do. I may be wrong. No one of the time out. Apologies mm. if I'm wrong, but I mm. really don't think they have that level of purchase in the leg. Yes, <laughs> I think... Well, I once read... A squat, Frank, and ugly and bad skin... I, I, now I think you've, you've gone too far. I associate <laughs> them with. Um, too far. I associate them with the, wi- the witch community. Toads. Yeah. Toads. It's always like um, you know, air of toad. Well, not air of toad. That's that's extremely hard to get hold of. Leg I've, of toad and eye of eye of tiger. 
Well, so I have tiger. No one eats the toad. They eat the frogs, but they don't eat the toad. Is that right? Yeah, yeah you'd, so you'd think they'd be flourishing. Well, they're more reptilian. I appreciate they're amphibian. <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. Sorry, but I'm, I'm going to start standing up for myself. No, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a reptile. You're a bit reptilian. <laughs> You're that cold air. Did I tell you once? Um, I, I had a film shoot with a a tortoise. Did you? And. I held it up to my with face. Them all. As worked with them all. As if to kiss it, I held it up to my face. Oh, yeah. And I could feel twin jets of cold hair. Oh. Co- cold air coming out of its nostrils. Yes, I oh. cold. cold, though. I've experienced that, Frank, when oh. I had uh, my tortoise when I was younger. I think I'd like that on a hot day. On a hot day, it'd be perfect. Just mm. keep one down the briefs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's rules about that, but... It could, it could bat in one. <laughs> <laughs> Just get, as long as you get the carapace properly adjusted, it'll yeah. be well. I don't know. I'd like to know the difference. If anyone can text in uh, briefly the difference between a, a toad and a frog. Mm. Is it green and brown? Is it as simple as that? No, sure. the texture. Sure it's more complex. And that. I think the frog, from my experience, which I won't go into here, but they tend to be more agile, the frog. Yeah. Really? They back with the agility <laughs> thing. <laughs> Just leave off. Well, I, what puts me off, this is a bit unfair, is I once read a, a, a long article about a celebrity's favourite books. Oh, yeah. And about seven of them picked Toad of Toad or Wind in the Willows oh, thing. It's a bit Great oh. Gatsby, isn't it? Yeah. They all was, go for it, the obvious. I thought... Well, they all, I'd say all of them were in that, on that celebrity list which one might... For which one might use the heading fools? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to find out who, may, who was on that one. And I thought maybe they hadn't read a book since they read that. And it made me think that, that the whole toad phenomenon was a bit low rent. Mm. But maybe that's harsh. That doesn't mean I want them to die out in case there's any no. naturalists. Well, no wonder so. they're dying out if they're wearing boaters and putting on jackets. Yeah, and driving, yeah. Yeah, driving, driving motor cars. Yeah, I don't think that's general. Is that generally true of them? I don't think so. <laughs> I've never read Wind in the Willows. Have you no. not? It's a kid's book. not missing isn't it? much. It's a kid's book? Yeah. There you go then. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So the difference between the frog and the toad, Howard says Frank the Frank, comma. Sorry, not Frank the Toad. Like Mac the Knife. <laughs> Frank the Toad is more warty and a lot larger than a frog. Frogs are a lot more agile. Toads are also poisonous. It's made me think I've never seen a toad. Oh, I've seen toads, mate. I've seen toads. Oh, I've seen some. Yeah. I've been to Hollywood. I've been to Redwood. Mm. I haven't seen a toad, though. <clears throat> is the toad used to I've refer to I've been undressed to an, by not... kings, and I've seen some things that a woman ju- just shouldn't see. Tell me about it. Mm-hmm. I've been to paradise, but I've never seen a toad. Yeah, that's how it goes, isn't it? Yeah. You've been undressed by queens. Howard, who just texted, Kings, did um, did also add they both travel across roads when it's wet, as it's easier to travel then. Oh, they, should, they obviously don't wear desert boots. Oh God, I went out with desert slipping boots. Terrible hazard. Oh, so absolutely lethal. Yeah, it's like being. Um, Torville and Dean. It is. Mm. It is. It's like being not so much Torville, Torville slash Dean. It's yeah. like being well, that. Well, it's like or. being like that anyway for me, all the time, at least 50% of that. That'd be a good... Shall we have Very a... Very slippy shoes. Shall we have a, another, another text in? I've just thought of another text what in. What is yeah. it? 
OK, I'd like to... Um, are you familiar with the ampersand? I am. Yeah. Um, and can any of you don't know, um, just look at uh, a, an M&M. Yeah, so it's that sign that si- that uh, signifies plus. Uh, it's like an and. It's like yes. a squiggly. Mm. It's not a million miles away from the Cumberland sausage at <laughs> sign one uses on Twitter. Many no. get them confused. So the ampersand. Oh, so what about um, high-profile ampersands? Oh. And we'll use M and M as a start. And, Ooh. well, what inspired this was Torval and Dean, presumably. Yeah, but I don't think they ever used one. But in, in, a lot well, of they were shop, missing a trip. Shoe shop, Russell and Hobbs. They, that, what, Russell and Bromley. Russell, Russell, Russell Hobbs is a kettle brand. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, yeah, so high profile. Oh, shoes you're hands. wearing. Hang on, that reminds me. I need a new kettle and some new shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Get them uh, both in the same shop. Yeah, so M&M's. Um, no, 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 no. M&M's, interestingly. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, this is like when we were in the back of the car and our dad's getting really <laughs> cross with us. And yeah. he thinks, you know what, I'm not going to dignify their childishness. <laughs> I'm going to carry on I'm as if gonna, it's not happening. I'm not going to talk anymore about the high-profile and percentage. <laughs> oh, Frank, I want what? to know about it. I think that, uh, I think it's a good... There must be lots of brands that use a high-profile and percent. Well, anyway. Well, a lot of brands do, don't they? Like Russell and Bromley, you were saying. Al, were Actually, you? I said Russell and Hobbs, M&Ms. didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. I, I bet you they come flooding in. <laughs> I bet there'll be at least 100. But <laughs> that's a good question. That Do any double acts, have they officially adopted? Did I mean, you missed the trick. You and David could have done it. I don't think we ever used an ampersand. We may have, though. It would have looked lovely with actually, your names. Skinner actually, and Bedeel. You know what? Bedeel, was it Bedeel and Skinner? I have, or I have an Bedeel? image now. Mm. It was very much Bedeel and Skinner. Frank, you did use an ampersand. David Bedeel, if you're listening, can you text in? I'm sure you did. I think when we did the live show at Shaftesbury Avenue, mm-hmm. I think we might have used an ampersand. Nice. Yes, I did. Whether I'd that. call it high profile. Is neither hither nor nor neither. <laughs> I can't speak. <laughs> Would you just leave me alone, you people? <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Whilst we're in Animal Corner, <laughs> yeah. there's been some cod news as well. Cod news. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I heard about this. Is it real news or is it well, fake news? It's cod, it's cod news. Well, oh, the first okay. thing cod that news. I didn't know is that cods have regional accents. Apparently, they have regional accents. and they, they Yeah, they make a noise, don't they, with their... Do they speak with their bladders or something like that? Well, don't we all laugh? David mm. Cameron used to, wasn't that David Cameron's yeah, thing? Yeah. He said he'd... Uh, it gave him focus. He quite, he's absolutely before. desperate for a wee and then do a speech. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, the point is that, yeah, they attract each other using their bladders. Mm. And apparently there's something of an issue now because they're having to go... Is this because of climate change, Al? Oh, I feel yeah. you'll know about climate this. Change. They're no, getting it, out of their waters. Noise pollution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're out of their waters and then they can't chat up. They can't communicate. Oh, the cods that live around the corner, let's say. You know, the cod from the next bit of the sea. Yeah. A Cornish, going, yeah. Why I, man? How are you? <laughs> and, and the other cod are going... I don't know what you're saying. That sort of stuff, you know? So a Cornish cod would <laughs> a bit like struggle when I moved to, London. to communicate with the Scouse cod. Yeah. For example. I don't remember this being a problem on tour. <laughs> <laughs> I well, think they are what you the language that you speak is love. Wow. Oh, disgusting. 
But, Frank, what I find strange is it is an odd... It's an odd development. An odd cod. <laughs> because I didn't know that the cod was so old-fashioned about mating, if I may use that word. I mean, they've all gone a bit, oh, I have to get to know you before I can mate with you. Yeah. Why can't they just get it on? I See, I remember there being a thing that people saying there won't be any cod in chip shops because um, there's a big shortage and the EU won't let us have it. Yeah. And it, it never, ever went away, did it? Oh. I think it's still on... No, it's on still the there. Side. I have cod and chips on a regular basis. I mean, if I'm absolutely honest, I prefer a haddock. You are being ridiculous. No. I like cake. Oh. <laughs> I like cake, but I, like, we're talking about main course now. <clears throat> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I prefer a haddock. I like a cod row as well. A cod row? Oh, yes. Well, let, we could just it's talk like about big, what we like for hours. It's like a big shabby pound piece, a cod row. It comes in that sort of circular thing. I'll tell you what I've never got into. Oh, yeah. The sausage in the batter, what's it called? Oh, a savoy. Oh, I hate a savoy. Oh man, I, I I always had savoy and chips, only so I could just entertain my friends with it for twenty <laughs> minutes before I ate it. I <laughs> love that you had a comedy, pathetic. a comedy purchase. I tell you what, I did used to work with the daughter of Mister Cod. Did you? Who's, that? Who's Mr. Cod? You remember that there was a chain of uh, fish and chip shops oh. called Mr. Cod? I've said it before and I've said it again. Worked with them all. He's worked with them all. <laughs> I mean, he's not just worked with the tortoise mm. that blew cold air on him, but he's also worked with the Godfather as well, wasn't that? The, yes. That was a, a that is a good one. That's some good. Chip shops. Yeah. See, they, you notice they don't build them on haddock or hake. No, I've got a haddock. I bet there's some place ponds in chip shops. Yes. But Frank. Some Can we just? Good. I am a bit confused by this cod thing that I didn't know that fish had bands. Yeah. No. I mean, I didn't know they discriminated against one another based on the level of bands. So if you lay on the beach at night with one ear in the water, mm. would you hear fish bands? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you'd need to be fluent, obviously. No, I don't, it's, it can't be a noise, can it? It is a noise. I think I've it is a noise. It. They make a noise underwater. Yes, yeah. sort of like. <laughs> oh yeah, I have heard that. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. I have heard that. You know, th- there's probably cods listening to this now, thinking, "Whoa, who's that?" <laughs> she sounds nice. Ooh, baby. The trouble is, they're based Ooh, in they're based in Liverpool, Frank. So yeah. it'll never be between me what and them. What is cod for? Who, baby? Any <laughs> ideas? <laughs> <laughs> We had an email earlier that uh, was charting the territory of whatever happened to, which we feature on the show every now and again, whatever happened to. We do. And they said, whatever happened to email corner? You seem to do the emails as and when. Whatever happened to email corner? (laughs) (laughs) What did ever happen to it? Well, if I can put two um, jingles together to ask that question. Let's try this now. Gather round. DJ. Yes. Good bit of mixing that, that Frank. Yeah, I think it fell, it fell down the stairs, as we say in the DJ uh, uh, Do they? Do they say that? Yeah. Oh, is that what they say mm, in the DJ good. business? Oh, God, yeah. Frank Skinner on the ones and twos, ladies and gentlemen. Check out, <laughs> check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. He's on the decks. That's what Vanilla Ice said. I've been doing anyway. a bit of scratching. Let's, uh, let's return it, Vu, to um, <laughs> email corner. <laughs> we'll just brush past that quickly. Hi, Frank, Emily, Alan, et al. Hi. 
This week I went to the Chiropodist for the first time, and not only do I feel four stone lighter in terms of hard foot skin. Wow. Oh. That's a lot. You must have big feet. It is, I know yeah. that feeling now. I'm overdue. Really? I'm overdue for the Chiropodist. Do you go to the Chiropodist? Oh, God. Do you? I love it. Oh. Really? Yeah. How, how often are you going, like, per I'd year? Let's go, go for it per year. Per year, I probably go five, six times. What? Shut up. Really? I love it. You must have the tidiest feet of any man of your years. Well, I'm, I can say I'm overdue, but I love to be able to lie in bed and, and uh, rub my feet together and I can't hear anything. Oh, yeah. Oh. Usually I can hear... But you see, I don't go to one because I get the uh, the regular pedi, and oh, they okay. do they get the razors out, which the girls will be familiar with to shave the dry skin, the hard skin. A lot of nodding around the studio. <laughs> yeah, I, I was anxious where that was going. <laughs> I I feel like I've got the least kempt feet of any of us. I just put shoes and socks on and go. You I mean, know, I wash you know them. Gary well, you've never and been. Martin Kemp. No, I've never been. Put it either. that way, Frank. No, I've, I've washed my feet and go. That's the it <laughs> sounds like a shampoo advert, but oh, it isn't no, it? I love it. When they get the little sand in, disco. Oh, <laughs> oh I've been on the receiving end of that. When yes. they get the vice out, oh, it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> when I leave there, I feel like part of my soul remains. Anyway. And of course it does. Frank Skinner on the radio. Can I ask you, while we're on that, would you say chiropodist? Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't say chiropodist? No. no. People no. do. I've heard chirrup, chiropodist. Chirrup. Chirrup. I've heard talking chirrup. to a parrot. They <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> chirrup. Chirrup, don't they? No, no they're speaking. They're speaking baby English. chicks you're thinking of. <laughs> oh, is that birds, chirrup? So you'd say chiropodist. I'd say chiropodist. Chiropodist, yeah. yeah. Although I've got a bit of previous mispronouncing things. But so. chiropractor, you'd say. Yeah, it's a different job, though. Isn't That's it? the back, love. It's the same it's uh, chiro, it's the same um, root. Anyway. Yeah. Um, route. Anyway. Root. Gemma. Natty Root. Gemma and Teesside. Who dread, the, uh, Natty Dread. Come on. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ee, ee, ee. Uh, no. Carry on. He's been having the orange she was again. The, uh, <laughs> she was the one who left uh, Chiropodist feeling forced and lighter in terms of hard foot skin. Mm. Right. She says she also left surprisingly enlightened about a major news event of recent times. You discussed at great length Cameron's lament. Do you remember Cameron humming on the doorstep? Oh, I yes. Do, and so I'm Cameron going... did his farewell speech and then he walked to number 10 and as he walked, he... He went. Here, here it comes. do 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 Okay. I thought you'd like to know that a family member of my chiropodist was in 10 Downing Street when said <gasps> lament occurred. Oh. And apparently the reason behind it was... Dot, 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 drum roll, please. Frank, do some sort of approximation of a drum roll, like a Bob oh, Dylan oh, thing. Oh, oh, no, I've, I've, I've got something. You've got all work. your instruments. Just, you I'm can just use give it. A, yeah, yeah. Just give me <laughs> one moment. <laughs> He hummed so they knew when to open the door. <gasps> Boring as hell, right? Keep up the average show so I can maybe keep listening. I'm From amazed Gemma. that they I could... think that's brilliant. He Has hummed... they not heard of the doorbell? No, but he couldn't do that, could he? Because not... that would he just said goodbye every time then it looked like he had to <laughs> ring the bell to get in. They oh, don't right. have a doorbell there. But they must have good hearing. They've got not a big. No, there's a knocker that he would go on. There's not a doorbell. They must or have, they had could have watched it on the telly. Yeah, and saw oh, him yeah. coming. Yeah. There's a yeah. delay on oh, the yeah, but what, it was a delay in case he swore. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'd <laughs> have been a bit a worry. more. I wouldn't have took any risks. I'd have gone for the old... Uh, <laughs> just so they... And the Prime Minister now just walking up to the door. <laughs> And it opens perfectly. Well, fancy that. So it's one of the great mysteries. We found out um, secondhand through a chiropodist-using yeah. reader. Several months yeah. later. <laughs> That's well, breaking news. What next? <laughs> and, um, yes, thanks for listening this morning. Now, I have to do a bit of a correction here. Because one of our readers last week pointed out that when I say we'll be back again this time next week... I'm actually saying it at the end of the show, so we'll actually be about three hours earlier, which of course is meant to. But I'm going to try it. So, thanks for listening, and if the good Lord spares us, and the Crigstone Rise will be back next Saturday morning on Absolute Radio, (laughs) where real music (laughs) um, matters. Now get out. Hear the Frank Skinner Show as it happens, Saturday morning from 8 until 11 on 105.8 FM in London and the South East.